Hi guys, welcome to Emmett Audio. I'm sitting in my truck at the top where I usually walk the dogs. I drove this way on my way back from the Christmas tree farm where I'm working. And uh, there's something that I thought about as I was driving home, which made me want to stop and record this before I forget it. So the farm where Christmas trees are is um, 25 acres. The guy who bought it built two additional houses on it. So it's three houses, 25 acres, and the Christmas trees are scattered across those 25 acres in a, in a handful of different groves. It's a very complex landscape. Um, and where the Christmas trees are makes sense because it's sort of the areas that didn't make sense to maintain as meadow um, and weren't already forest. Um, when the guy who started the farm was planting trees. So he planted all the trees in the places that he didn't want to maintain as pasture or orchard or garden or just generally places around the houses and barns. And the so there's probably seven acres of meadow in this sort of big center lump um, that used to just be quite open. And when Al was alive, he would maintain it with an ancient tractor and a, a rotary mower. Um, once a year, he'd mow it and sometime in July. And that would, even though the mower was super dull, it would kick down everything enough that nothing brushy stuck up and the multiflora rose was mostly kept at bay and he would mow the lawn regularly. And, um, and things were decaying in certain ways, but not in that way. And Hold on, we got a vehicle coming by. And what I have found um, from the couple who bought the original farmhouse and maintain the fields now is they have um, goats. And when they bought the place, they decided right off the bat to install a very expensive, complicated four paddock maybe five paddock goat system with alleyways that where you can essentially open a gate and funnel you know their goats and sheep up into different paddocks depending on where you want them um and unfortunately over the years that has become entirely overgrown uh with goldenrod and thickets of multiflora rose and the fence in many many places is being encroached on quite badly by the multiflora rose and other thickets and basically the the clever complexity that that promised to make their lives simpler in fact was the very thing that made um the very thing that made the things get out of hand because the temptation is to, well, the temptation is to think, well, I just saved all this time. I don't have to run electric fence with the goats. So I'm just not going to, you know, great. I just open the paddock and you leave it. It's out of sight, out of mind. And you don't even think because everything grows slowly enough that you, you don't even really notice how it's changed. But I notice how it's changed because I'm only there, um, certain times of the year so i'll be gone for most of the year i'll come back and think my god the, the rose is much worse than it was last year and because the paddocks are too small to really bring a brush hog in nobody's going to want to come in and brush hog these paddocks for them 
And I'm not even sure if they left an opening wide enough to bring a tractor in. But it's also kind of, it's enough land that they um, don't want to do it by hand. And, and then they've created all of these, all of these uh, fence lines that are actually, you know, getting all tangled up with stuff. And so I see a broader pattern underneath this, which is that complexity is usually the thing that makes something fall apart, right? That you can make a system more complex, trying to be clever, trying to make things easier, but often that very complexity is the thing that makes the thing fail in the end, right? These guys are, in my opinion, failing to maintain the land and the fertility of the land because they made a situation that was so complex that they could not properly manage it. And I don't think it's just a land-based dynamic. I think this way in which um, complexity leads to failure is true in so many things. Um, and so I try to keep things really simple. Um, and and it's important for me to remember that too, because, and I also think it's important for everybody who's a champion of complexity, particularly, you know, biodiversity. I think it's important to notice that, to note actually, that the complexity I'm talking about is not biodiversity. And in fact, the biodiversity of the meadows has decreased tremendously under this complex style of management because everything's being choked out by goldenrod and multiflora rose. It used to be that the meadows were quite a beautiful array of different species, all in different areas, depending on what the soil was like. And because they are just not being managed at all, everything's being choked out by um, by that by the the species that are able best able to choke things out so that's a whole other thing which is sort of the beautiful interplay of 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 human of human management creating biodiversity creating complexity but complexity that works with nature um or with natural systems. This is a complexity that is trying to be clever without understanding the larger ramifications of the choices that were being made. Um, and I think that is something that we as humans are guilty of all the time. And, and I think it's worth checking ourselves every time we come up with a clever solution, every time, you know, we decide that we're going to, you know, use all of these round rocks and put them around our flower beds, it's worth asking ourselves, is that going to make it harder to mow the lawn? Am I actually going to maintain the grass around these flower beds? Or is these round rocks going to make it impossible for me to get right up to the edge and therefore everything's going to turn into a tall, thatchy mess because usually when people are are uh, convincing themselves that it's worth doing this, um, 
people usually make these choices, at least when it comes to the natural world, they usually make these choices in the spring when grass is naturally low and everything seems possible and not out of control. And they forget that there is an entire yearly cycle and part of understanding how a simple system can actually yield the best results has to do with understanding every part of that yearly cycle and recognizing that the goldenrod is going to come and recognizing that the multiflora rose is there and will proliferate unless it's kept down. Um, and so, it, but to me, and really why I wanted to do this podcast was that it really all comes back to the complexity of the fence. The, the, the complexity that was designed to make things simpler, but actually contained within it the seeds of the downfall of the whole thing. Um, when a more open, simpler plan would have allowed for more solutions. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys.